Goss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your co-host, Angie Rogers-Howell. Now, what is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. Today, our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Penny Pro, owner of Paisel's Jewelers. Well, we're getting into the holiday season. The holiday season. The holiday season. <laughs> yes. So, oh my gosh, that song. Uh, <laughs> now it's going to be stuck in your head forever. All day. And it will be on the radio 24-7 coming up very, very soon. Very soon, yes. You won't be able to turn down the dial without hearing a Christmas song. That is true. So, we are into the holiday season. We are. We have a few big days coming up. Of course, a big one. It kicks everything off. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Because everybody likes to go over Thanksgiving. Let, yes, give Thanksgiving its due. Like, let's have some turkey and all that kind of stuff. And be with family, friends. Be thankful. All like You that. know, be thankful. Dang it. Be thankful. But right after that, of course, is Black Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we have Small Business Saturday. Yep. And then Cyber Monday. And then Giving Tuesday. Yes. So, let's talk about Small Business Saturday because something we've been intentionally doing here Mm -hmm. on the podcast is interviewing women of interest in the downtown area that run shops, run their business. Yeah. When I was scheduling for November and December, I thought, well, this would be cool if we could really focus on women business owners, mostly downtown Muncie, who do retail shops or jewelry stores or clothing or any kind of stuff downtown and just really make a concerted effort to talk to them. So you might have heard we had Jody Moisson from Washington Street Toy Emporium and we've had well, Penny Pro. Penny Pro today. And you'll hear from now until Christmas, you'll hear different women in our community who own and run their own shops here downtown. Yes, we've got Aya oh yeah Comics yes, coming up. Yes, oh yeah Aya Comics. She's a Star Wars fan. She is. Like so, me. Also, so is Jody. So uh, I know. let me just say, as a person who's maybe not the biggest Star Wars fan, <laughs> I've listened to a lot of Star Wars talk during the editing process. Exactly. <laughs> But we'll have them and we'll have all kinds of different people. And we've had Heidi Hale on in the past and things like that. But I really thought it was important to focus on downtown and focus on the women merchants down here who do a bulk of their sales during the holiday season. Definitely. So that's been fun. Then, of Mm -hmm. course, Giving Tuesday. Uh, Yep. So we've also worked in Loretta Parsons from the Soup Kitchen of Muncie, who uh, Farmhouse Creative works with. Lots of different things. Lots of different things. Uh, from I'm looking at a mug right now. We've done a, a little bowl promotional product-like type things, but we've also done their website. Their new logo, their new name. We do a lot of print uh, for them as well. But we're going to have Loretta on, of course, talking about Giving Tuesday. So mm-hmm. if you don't know what that is and you've been living under a rock for the past few years... <laughs> Well, it's that fourth thing. If you have any money left over from Black Friday, Small Business Saturday, Cyber, Cyber Monday, Monday, then you can give it away to we your favorite do nonprofit nice of choice. Things for nonprofits. Yes. Yes. So uh, uh, we're helping out the Soup Kitchen of Muncie this year. Mm-hmm. We're also helping out the Ross Center of Muncie, which is uh, right over there in the Avondale. Thomas Park Avondale Thomas Park area. Yeah, over there. So we'll be promoting and uh, you'll be seeing that in your Facebook feed yes. and things like that. You should so. be seeing all that. So, And I know a lot of other nonprofits around town will be doing things as well on Giving, Giving Tuesday. Tuesday. So I know you'll see a lot of those different things and appeals and all, and all of that. But just another way to remember that in the holiday season while we're spending money on presents and gifts and all that to also uh, give to our charities and things like that. Hi there, Matt Howe introducing you to Purple Hippo Ads, local digital advertising. 
Let's say you want more qualified customers, clients, and donors in your sales funnel. We create display and text ads targeted to attract those visitors to a landing page with specific information and an intake form for them to contact you. We manage, tweak, and adjust the campaign to optimize every click and gain more conversions. Purple Hippo ads are perfect for discounts, offers, email opt-ins, events, introducing new products or services, increasing donations, or finding qualified job applicants. Interested? Great. Just fill out the contact form on purplehippoads.com and let's talk. Our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at schaeferleadership.com. What do they have coming up? Coming up, they have Managing Your Emotional Bank Account on December 5th. It will be led by Tisha Gerhardt of Schaefer Leadership Academy. What's the hours on that? It is 8.30 to noon at the Innovation Connector. Now, this sounds pretty interesting. An emotional bank account. What are we talking about there? Well, our emotional energy is like our money. It's limited. Every day we make deposits into other people's emotional bank accounts while others are making deposits and withdrawals from our own. Join us for this session as we explore how to maintain a healthy account for healthier relationships. During the session, you'll learn how to gain awareness of how deposits build and repair trust in a relationship while withdrawals lessen that trust in relationships. You will define an emotional withdrawal and a deposit and what it takes to build up your account as well as the account of others. And you can understand that every interaction with another human being may be classified as a deposit or withdrawal. Absolutely. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio today, we have Penny Pro from Paisel's Jewelers. How are you doing today? Real good. Awesome. Sunny and now you just got back from vacation somewhere where'd you go madera beach where's that at in florida 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 okay nice. on the gulf but then you came back here and now it's freezing <laughs> yes <laughs> but i'm used to it well yeah the weather. That's, that's true so well tell us all about the store to start off well i've been at pesos jewelers since 1973 i went in there i needed a job so i uh, started working there and uh just work my way up. In 80, we became partners with the brothers, Herb and Mort Paisel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And and then in 85, bought out completely. So the Paisels actually started Paisels Jewelers, which makes well, sense. Well, their but father did. Oh, okay. What, what year was that? 1920. 1920. Oh, we're going to have our 100 years here. Coming oh, yes. up, yeah. 2020. Nice. You going to have any specials? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... You've been in business, what'd you say, over 40 years now? or I've been there since 73. 73, okay. so 40, yeah, I'm 45, so coming up on 50 years even. Mm-hmm. So what have you seen change in downtown Muncie? Things have changed a lot. When I first started there, there was eight jewelry stores downtown. Oh, wow. Yes, and there yeah. was a reason for that. Is Am I correct on this? Meaning there was uh, some kind of uh, benefit to being downtown and being a jeweler. Right, going from store to store to check out what you want and what you needed and who could help you for whatever you wanted. Wasn't there inventory tax or something that oh yeah yeah Yeah. and that's why they were all kind of conglomerate plus you know just being uh uh, easy to get to and everything but there was that kind of benefit and that's why they kind of ended up there right yeah and then the only reason a lot of the stores closed was because they didn't have anybody to take over them Mm -hmm. or sell them to you know but if you don't have somebody who's willing to take over or willing to make the commitment make the commitment and sell it to or whatever then there's not really a succession plan Mm -hmm. after that so again back to uh the big changes because now it's uh you know downtown's hot again yeah there are people here and everything like that how was that 
not running a business in the 80s when uh, was, there wasn't that it was much kind of a ghost traffic. town down here for a while. Yeah. Well, it helped that it was a previously owned business, definitely. Mm-hmm. And the Pacels stayed in and out all the time and doing things. And they retired, but they didn't retire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I got along real well with both Herb and Mort Paisel. So it just, we keep trying to change and update like with the computer things. And I'm thinking about people that can't read. And I'm thinking, I'm the same way with the computer. I can't, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I know how those people feel that can't read. Yeah. Yep. I, I ran into a computer situation yesterday. Well, it was an app, but like... I felt like a grandma and I did not know how to work it. I couldn't figure it out. I had to chat with support and figure, I, I don't know, like, I think I finally figured it out, but it was really hard. And yeah, I feel like, like people who don't know how to read or aren't good at computers, like I totally feel how they're in that disadvantaged situation on a much smaller scale because this was just an app that I couldn't get to work <laughs> the way I wanted it to, but I did feel like. Like, I was, I was a grandma, for sure. <laughs> well, I, my grandkids help me a lot, mm-hmm. which is excellent, if I can catch them. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 yeah I, you've spotlighted them on uh, Instagram and different things I've seen before. So. Yes. Uh, how many grandkids do you have? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. My gosh. Yes. Surely you can catch one of them at any given time. Well, one of them works <laughs> for me. Oh, okay. He's a junior at Burris, and he I've had most of them work for me off and on over the years, but he's working for me now, and he does engraving and like what I started out doing and mm-hmm. sweeping mm-hmm. the sidewalks and whatever. <laughs> whatever need needs done. done. Yeah. Whatever needs done. Take something for the basement or, you know, things, all mm-hmm. those extra things that needed to be done. Tell me about uh, the jewelry business in particular. You know, what changes have you seen in the time you've been in it? When I first started there, we had lots of cases of Goldfield, Vermeil, and stuff like that. And then over the years, gold, real gold, got very popular. Mm-hmm. And okay. so it, that kind of faded out, and gold was, the price was low, so it was very affordable. And you know how people used to have the big heavy chains mm-hmm. and wide chains, and then gold went so high mm-hmm. that now silver is very popular. So we've had to change we had that big area where we had the gold filled and silver when I first started there, and then we phased that out. And now we're back to having an area of the gold filled and silver because of the price of gold. So okay. everything really comes, it, it comes it back. It has its around. cycle. It has its right. uh, ups and downs and all yes. that kind of stuff. Right. Tell me about engagement rings and, and wedding rings, just because I have a personal connection to, to the wedding industry. How are things going? Good, good. We have more couples now, I think, than we did when I first started there mm-hmm. because uh, people want to be more personal and hands-on with their purchase. There's so much selection and there's so much out there that is too much information and they get overwhelmed and they need help with that. It would be hard for me to buy a piece of jewelry online or something like that from Amazon because you can't, maybe I'm a traditionalist, but I can't see it, touch it, look at it on myself, that kind of thing. So still relevant, I think, are, are definitely jewelry stores. But do you find the internet changed your business at all? It did. We've had over the years, we've had got a wob site with one of our vendors and uh, did that we get a lot of lookers on mm-hmm. that, but not a lot of purchases and then they call or they come in and so and everybody wants to see inventory but they're not ready to right. click they're and not going to click online. and buy right, right. there yeah. right graduation special occasions 16th birthday you know 50th anniversaries 25th anniversaries they getting ideas mostly that way okay. 
Okay. And then we do custom designing. So if they have something special in mind, then we do that. Excellent. So what do you like to do for fun when you're not in the shop? Uh, for fun. I love to play games and cards. Oh, okay. I have a Saturday evening ladies group that we play every Saturday. Okay. And so we play sequence, six card, train, and whatever we decide to play mm-hmm. every Saturday. Every Saturday. Evening. Well, that's yeah. fun. And then I love to go to the sports activities of the grandkids and other friends, their children, especially basketball and volleyball. Mm-hmm. And then my grandkids have played soccer, so I've had to learn a whole new sport. <laughs> a whole new sport? I don't know anything about soccer. No, yeah. me neither. <laughs> and uh, so I still have one in soccer, so I'll be going to that. So I have to get used to the weather. I'm a fair weather oh, yeah. I person. Like indoor sports. Yeah, volleyball, <laughs> basketball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So are all your grandkids, are they, uh, do they, most of them live locally or around here? I have two daughters, uh, Trisha's the older one and Kelly here. Okay. She, her and her family are here. And so they are at Muncie Burris. And so they've all been in activities there that I got to go to Mm -hmm. and all that. Now you brought a book with you today. Yes. So do you have a favorite book? And is that it? This is it. Who moved my cheese? When did you first get that book or receive it? Oh, it's been a good 20 years ago. 20 years. Okay. Okay. We were talking uh, before the podcast, before we started recording, about where I was given that book, my first real job as a video editor up in Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. And we had a whole in-company seminar about it. What about that book speaks to you? Just to how life changes for me and to think about how life changes and to help you through that. Because there's so many life changes in your life. You know, you never know what's going to happen on your job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even if you're self-employed, that doesn't mean you're going to be open the rest of your life. So I've read it many times. No, it is. A, it's a good book. I, I've read it as well. And I think it definitely helps you get perspective and keep keep that in mind when life changes and things happen and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Tell me something that's on your bucket list. Bucket list. I want to walk a 5K marathon. Okay. And that sounds doable. Yeah. And we have a couple of those here in town, I think. Don't yeah, we? there's okay. a few events that, yeah. that happen here in town. Is there a particular one you, you want to do? No, like no, I hadn't thought that Indy far. The Indy Mini or anything like that? No, I hadn't thought that far ahead. But I thought, you know, I'm doing walking and trying to keep in shape mm-hmm. and... Now, where do you walk? Just around the neighborhood? Or Just you, around the neighborhood, pretty uh, okay. much. Cardinal Greenway walker or anything? No, I'm around the neighborhood. Okay. Because okay. I don't know when I'm going to be walking. It might be midnight or it might be noon. Gotcha. Depends on the day of what I'm doing and working. Or I've been trying to walk in the evenings, but uh, with the time change. It's getting too dark. <laughs> it's dark by 530. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we live on a country road with no sidewalks. Right. And, so uh, you have to have light when you're walking. And there. people yeah. drive really fast down our road. Yeah. But the uh, farmers just, you know, uh, harvested all the corn around me. So I could walk the fields now. So. <laughs> that's, that's true. You could too. Yeah, yeah. That would be yeah. kind of hard, though. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, especially if it gets dark and then you're tripping over corn stalks right. and, yeah, and, I have and the deer come after you if you don't have a gun they'll, 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 they'll I don't think the no, deer will attack you <laughs> I don't think the so. coyotes <laughs> might get you but not the deer yeah <laughs> I have a headgear that I wear Okay. At night, if I go out, and uh, the neighborhood's pretty well let up, and walk on the street, and most everybody's in bed, or <laughs> sometimes when I'm out at midnight. Well, tell me about the years uh, getting up to Paisles. Like, where'd you grow up at? Are you have you always been in Muncie? No, I was born in uh, Madison, Indiana. Okay. okay. Oh, nice town. Yeah, very nice. And I've been. Uh, my dad 
was uh, there, and so my mom moved there when they had the family of three girls. And then he died when I was 15 months old. So my mom had three girls under five years old oh, wow. in the 50s mm-hmm. oh, wow. to raise. So we moved around a lot, and uh, it takes a lot to figure out what you're doing then. And so things went well, and we just mostly I was raised in the Indianapolis area. Okay. Moving around there. And then we went to Ohio and Loveland, Ohio. I love that school there. And then we moved here. Came back to Indiana to Muncie for a dealership for my stepdad was starting. So that's how I ended up here at Delta when the first consolidation of the big hubaloo. Interesting. So you came at at that point in history Mm -hmm. for Delta and then uh, graduated from there? Yes. Okay. What'd you do after that? Had two girls and then I... Didn't start working until the youngest one was two, and I worked at Grant's, and I worked at uh, Ball Store's Furniture Store. Okay. And then from there, I went to Paisel's. All right. And you've been there ever since? Yep. All right. You a music fan at all? Oh, I like music. I don't sing or anything like that, but I love to listen to music. And Some of your favorite artists? Righteous Brothers is my favorite band. Okay. Gospel music of Home Free, Men's Quartet. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy listening to that. I, I like jazz we, a lot, too. We yeah. do, too. We have uh, Alexa who likes to listen in on us. Oh, okay. Uh, she, she plays music well. Well, now we're... you're going to make her start playing, so you better not talk. <laughs> don't talk too loud. She's, sometimes she She's has a listening mind of her in own. on us now. Oh, yeah. That's absolutely. right. Taking all the information down. So. Yeah. You would think we wouldn't have to edit this podcast because she would just uh, record it. For She'd us. just yeah. do it for us, but no, no <laughs> dice, not yet. One, maybe one day, who knows? You'll get that figured out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do you have a secret hidden talent that people don't know about? I would say that I am very frugal. Okay, I've mentioned too many times that oh, you're very frugal, and so you can squash a hundred dollars out of a nickel or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am also the same way. My family calls me Scrooge McDuck because uh, mm-hmm. I'm always collecting and worrying about the dollars and cents. And well, it's a great trait to have. I mean, mm-hmm. you're the one with the money then. Yeah. <laughs> or hopefully. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. If it works out the way you want it to. Right. Yeah. Now, tell me uh, about some of the networking groups you've been in because we were in one at one time, B&I, right. uh, here in Muncie. Have you also been involved in WIBU for yes. the past Women's in Business Unlimited. Yes. Yeah. I really like going to that. It's once a month and it works out real well. Still at B&I or no. how, how long were you in that? I was in B&I over 20 years. Okay. I, say, I thought you were a long timer there right. for that. And then I hurt my ankle and I had three surgeries in three years. So things made it difficult to make, make the it difficult. Make the commitments. And, and so that, I just yeah. ended up dropping out because I was off. And then getting up early in the morning again wasn't my yeah, that, idea that of that life early, anymore. <laughs> that early B&I meeting is, is yeah. tough to make. And the Sunrise Rotary, I'm like, I can't know anything yeah. that yeah, says we're Sunrise. In the- we're a noon group <laughs> yeah. type of office. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it worked out good for me because I could go and then I could go be done and then go open the store. And it works out for people like that who yeah. need to open. And, and our a morning retail people. on noon thing. People are doing errands on their lunch. Yeah, they're shopping at lunch. Yeah, It works out real good for me for morning groups. Were you involved in any other groups over the years? Oh, yeah. I'm an honorary active uh, side as I. Okay. Okay. That's uh, speech and hearing mostly. We started the speech and hearing clinic at Ball State. I don't know if anybody knows that. Oh, I didn't know that. Then Ball State took it over. Mm -hmm. We were very instrumental in the cochlear implant, uh, uh, funding that and getting that 
done. Well, Penny is also a big supporter of WIBU. We kind of mentioned that a minute ago, but she's also a big, you're a big sponsor of the Catalyst event and the Athena luncheon. You do all of the jewelry for us and the pins and the necklaces and the bracelets and all that. I have one from my nomination last year. I have the pin and it's very pretty. I love it. So I just want to throw that out there too. And yeah. thank you for that support that we really appreciate that. Thank you. That's coming up. It is. Yep. The Catalyst was yesterday, wasn't it? It was, and so mm-hmm. the Athena event will be the 20th. Yeah. So, yep, coming up before and we And you're know. under nomination. That's true. Gone Boss, uh, this podcast is nominated for the Organizational Leadership yes. Award. So, yeah, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, Very ha- exciting. we're happy about that. So what keeps you at Paisel's? What, what gets you there every morning? Oh, her car. <laughs> <laughs> The joy of the people. Okay. Really. The generations of people coming in. I've seen three generations probably of people buying their engagement rings or special gifts at Paisel's Jewelers. And uh, recently I just had uh, a young guy come in and his grandma and mom bought him in because they got theirs in. And so they said, you have to come here and get your ring. (laughs) (laughs) So he was a very nice young man and they have a different way to shop, but they're learning because things are good downtown and so they're learning to come downtown visit the downtown and then look at what's going on like the first thursday is a big event oh yeah yeah and uh, people come to that so we stay open late for that so we try to do extra things very good what would you like to be remembered for i would like to be remembered as a kind-hearted person Mm -hmm. that's what i would like to be remembered as not not frugal no (laughs) kind-hearted but But my grandkids and my family would say oh my grandkids are just tease me all the time (laughs) (laughs) well thank you so much for being our guest today really appreciate you coming in thank you well thanks thanks for having me thanks for stopping by the farmhouse yeah bye we are also sponsored today by lucky rabbit tattoos you can find out more at luckytats.com Lucky Rabbit is continuing their annual Black Friday sale. Every year they have a Black Friday sale, so this year is no different. Wait, Black Friday sale on tattoos? Yes. And piercings? Yes. Actually, it's on gift certificates. Oh, okay. So so I can't go in there for a Black Friday tattoo. No, but you can get a Black Friday gift certificate to use for a tattoo. I wonder what that would look like on an arm. Black Friday. I mean, on an arm. Like, if you wanted it, I bet they'd put it on you. Like a bunch of people's back of their heads and people going after TVs or something. Maybe. That'd be a, like a sleeve tattoo. I, I mean, you could do a whole thing with it. But for Black Friday this year, they will price match gift cards up to $100. $100 per customer. So if you go in and you get a, you put $20 towards a gift card, yeah. they will match it with another 20 and you'll have a $40 gift card. Okay. So it's kind of a buy one, get one situation. So if I take in cards. a 50, I'm going to get a hundred. Yes. And if you take in a hundred, you'll get 200. What? Yes. So you get the okay. idea. So whatever you put, they will, they will match it up to a hundred dollars, limit one per customer. You can use those gift cards right away if you want to. So you could use it for the Black Friday sale. It's valid until next Black Friday. I got a tagline for them. What's that? Give the gift of body ink. Okay, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) They can be used for anything in the studio, including tattoos and piercing. If you put $100 down towards a gift certificate, then it turns magically into Black Friday magic. It turns into $200. So there you go. Check out more at LuckyTats.com.
So the other day, a big thing happened. A big thing happened. What was it? In a galaxy far, far away. In November 12th of this year, Disney Plus started streaming. Has launched. Now, I have to say their marketing's been really good because they've, they've had plenty of time to build up the buzz. Oh, yeah. Everybody was talking about it on social media. Everybody started watching the shows. Yep. And, and we also had a snow day that day. So people got to watch even more shows. Yes, here, here in the Muncie area. Here in area, the Muncie area. East Central Indiana. A lot of snow days happened that, that day. So everybody got to see it. And, I know. Uh, of course, some people didn't get to see it because it was so popular. So many new accounts coming on. It, it had its few glitches and things like that. But, I mean, really amazing streaming service of everything you get with the Disney uh, conglomerate yes. uh, of shows and movies and the all Disney that kind machine. of stuff. The Disney machine. The Disney machine, yes. Which we gave to earlier this year, so I just feel like I'm getting something back now. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> um, we got it free for a year. Yes. How did that happen? Is because we pay so much in internet on our phones. That is true. Uh, that they, it's part of the package or whatever. They threw in the Disney Plus. Right, and then November to... of next year, yeah, right. it, they're going to start charging so, six nine nine. Yes, but I bet by September, like by next year, they're going to all these people sucked in with free because a whole bunch of people got it free and be like, oh, six ninety nine. I'm sorry, we're it's twenty four ninety nine now or, or twelve ninety nine or something. Whatever, and people will still pay it. It's fine, especially oh. if they keep coming out with content because right. I'm sure they put a lot of good stuff up there. But I bet they have a bunch of stuff in the vaults that they're going to release over time. Oh yeah, I imagine, and I think that's going to be the hardest part is you know Hulu and Netflix and whatever they're all creating custom content for their platforms and everything so mm-hmm. how is i mean not that disney can't compete with that because i mean they you know they're but doing fine where, but it'll be interesting to this see how i think really out. kicks off the a, a new round of streaming wars yes and i am like i just need everybody to fight it out and i'm not Quickly. gonna yeah i'm not gonna pay for 12 different streaming services people i want to that's, uh, that's why we went this way this, this route anyway because we were tired of paying cable 100 bucks exactly a month if i wanted to pay stuff. 100 bucks a month i just keep, still keep paying cable so i cannot <laughs> keep i have we have amazon netflix hulu now disney plus like I just need people to figure out, figure it out so I can just buy the two that I need. Well, for the Star Wars fans, I think the the big draw right now is the Maladorian, which I've watched episode one. Is it's that amazing. how you pronounce it? Is it Maladorian? Or? I think it's Maladorian. Well, or is there an a extra? In there. I, I am not the You're one You're not that, the Star Wars fan. I'm not the one to I'm ask. just going with the way I've heard it. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Other people talk I'm about sorry, it. I'm so. sorry. I stand corrected. It's a futuristic Western, pretty much. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. No horses. They have like these alien animals they ride. So oh, it, it wait, so they don't fun. have like spaceships and stuff? Like Star oh, no, Wars? they got the spaceships too. Oh. But it's, I could tell, like he walks into a bar, a cantina. Okay. Um, It's very, it has Western themes all over it. Oh, okay. Because he's so. kind of like the lone outlaw, you know. Oh, okay. And he's the bad guy, but he, I bet he's going to turn out to be a good guy. Anyway, that's just my theories. Ooh. Next year, of course, Obi-Wan Kenobi is going to have his own show, which to... is Ewan McGregor. They've uh, recruited him. So I think that's going to be the big draw into the second year oh, for I'm you sure. to keep well, paying. Well, yes, keep paying and pay us more money because now you get to see Obi-Wan or whatever. Exactly. I... Okay, I have nothing intelligent to contribute to this part of the conversation. <laughs> and all the Marvel movies that have come out Marvel and movies, will come out. And I ha- I'm excited about all of the Disney, like Disney movies, like the original movies that yeah, are on the there. animation. The animation and all that. And all that. Like, uh, so what was and our... the Pixar movies? Yes, all I, of them. it's going to be great. What was our very first thing that we streamed with Disney Plus? Frozen. Not, not the Maldorian or whatever. It was it's Frozen. Called. Now, I have Frozen on the DVD. It's uh, right next, next to, to the television. The television. <laughs> but yeah. 
Audia won out because she was the first one to it. And she said, let's watch Frozen. I'm like, we, <laughs> so, one, we've watched Frozen 400 times. And we have it on DVD. There's no reason to stream it. But whatever. We wasted our And by the pro- time Disney this Plus. podcast comes out, I think Frozen 2 will be in theaters. I'm not really sure about that. It may be, Next, or maybe yeah, even a week after. But that's going to be huge. It is going to be That's going to break some box oh, office records. I know. She and can... then Star Wars comes out in December. It's going to be fantabulous for let... movie growers over the next couple of months. I will let you take the children to see that. Absolutely, I, I will. will. stay home. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know. You guys can make a whole day of it and have all kinds of fun. So there you go. Disney Plus. Worth it? Not worth it. I don't know. Be sure to comment and let us know. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching Gone Boss. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Our premier sponsor today was the Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Check them out at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone Boss. Boss.